0: We're back. It's episode four. Mm. We got Will Reed, the uh right tackle, right?
1: Uh, right tackle.
0: Right tackle for the back-to-back state champs mm. and my arch rivals, mm. Eastside Catholic, and future Cal Bear.
1: Yeah, future Cal Bear just committed about three, four weeks ago. Pretty excited.
0: That is really exciting. Yeah, I was thinking about that because um, you know how have you talked to have you been talking to like or at least for me, I've been talking to a lot of my friends lately, everyone's kind of getting a little antsy about our 18-year free trial ending, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, no doubt.
0: But you seem, that's got to be a little different for you, because you've got a plan, you know, kind of got that figured out.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, it, it's kind of relieving to know, like, where I'm going, because I know a lot of my friends are are kind of, like, frantically trying to, find a place to go to school or if they're Mm. trying to play a sport they're like yeah I need more exposure I need another season and things like that so it definitely is nice to be able to like have that part of it taken care of and just focus on like the next year's school and sports and whatnot definitely that's
0: really cool I was excited when I saw you committed to Cal because everyone tries to go to California you
1: know yeah no well that was definitely the plan too I always Always wanted to end up in California. I've loved that state for a long time. I have a lot of family there, so...
0: Mm.
1: Nice.
0: Right on. Can I pour you some yerba mate?
1: Yes, no doubt.
0: All right.
1: But you are going to have to discuss the health benefits.
0: Oh, yeah. We can dive deep <laughs> into yerba mate. It's my favorite discussion. Um... So this one... It's one of my favorites. Anna Park. It's an Argentinian yerba mate. mm mm-hmm. Um... So it's kind of like a mild. It's not as like, in your face. It's like mm. a, a gaucho yerba mate. A you
1: know? gaucho classic.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. So the health benefits. Um, mm-hmm. You know how people talk about green tea, like yeah. antioxidant explosion. Yeah. It's like that times two, but that's not really why people like yerba mate. Like, I love yerba mate because, it makes me affectionate. It Makes you affectionate. Affectionate. I was yeah. Really. Yeah, I always joke like. Me trying to hold back the I love you guys speech when the Yerba Mate hits.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: I don't know what it is. It just makes me want to say I love you to then everyone. Yeah,
1: Then it can't be that bad, can it?
0: No, not at all. So, anyways. What's been on your mind lately?
1: That's kind of a loaded question, to be honest.
0: Definitely, there's a lot to think about.
1: There, Especially right now, there's a lot to think about. Honestly... This kind of seems too, like, perfect for me to... For it to just pop up. But I've been thinking about... Bipartisan politics. Mm-hmm. And how... How the parties in America destroy it. Oh, my God. You're speaking my language. Well, dude. Because... What I've been thinking of lately is absolutely everything is about division.
0: Oh, my yeah. And so... Now more than ever.
1: Yeah. And... And every year there's something new that you can divide people into groups and there's some new big controversy that everyone's going to disagree about mm-hmm. and divide themselves further. And I like how the politicians have set it up perfectly to where we're always so worried about the differences between the parties that we can't see real corruption. Definitely. That we're focus know. on s- the smaller problems that they've yeah. created for us. mm uh-huh. <sighs> So yeah, that's what's been troubling me recently. Yeah, no,
0: same. Uh, you, know, you know how they always said, like, yeah, the world's always going to be divided until, like, aliens invade and we all unite to, like, to defeat, defeat them. them or whatever? Yeah. And now we're in the midst of a pandemic. Like, literally, like, essentially aliens have taken over the world and where it's become a point of division. You know? Yeah.
1: Like... Well, and it's... Isn't it weird how every election year there's some sort of new disease going on like is that a thing dude 2016 was ebola Mm. there was sars forgot about that sars was like 2008 i'm gonna get all the years wrong yeah but sars was one of them um there were there were a bunch i could pull up a whole list but the thing is, I, this isn't the first time they've had some disease on an election year, but I think this is the first time it's gone the way they wanted it to. How so? Like, I think with Ebola, they would want to cause way more of a panic. I just think this is the first time that it's really hit and gotten the coverage and they got, the attention that they've always wanted.
0: They got the uh, transmissibility to lethality ratio, right? Exactly. Spread big and like made a big deal but yeah
1: yeah but isn't isn't killing everyone yeah I just think yeah it's weird things things like that fall into place like too rhythmically in in tune with the elections that it can't be a coincidence definitely not
0: it's really weird to hear people say like the pandemic like things will start to mellow out after the election because it's like Why does a pandemic have anything to do with an election? Like, if it was just a pandemic, or if it was just an election, like, it'd be really kind of non-events. But, what, it's weird that they have such an effect on each other.
1: Well, yeah, that's exactly what they're getting at, is that once people don't need to be distracted anymore... Mm -hmm and, like, the real, like, power plays go on in the election, once that's over, they don't really need this thing getting all our attention. Yes. Yeah. we're just going to follow shiny objects and not realize everything that's going on behind the scenes. Definitely. So where do you, where do you like
0: to get your information the best? Because I definitely just don't trust any of the mainstream news. Oh, like, if no. I, like, I ban C- I banned CNN in my house my parents like to watch CNN. <laughs> I banned it. Yeah. None of that. Also, like, I remember remember Chaz, obviously. Yeah, of course. So, like, I went... Yeah, I can't forget that. I went over there when it first started and, like, just checked it out and poked around, and it was pretty, like, like uneventful. Like, it was kind of interesting. And then I went... I came back, and I was like, I want to see what they're talking about on the news. So I went on YouTube, and I Googled Chaz and started watching Fox News, uh... Like reports on
1: it saying oh it's rioting so, yeah it's a the yeah they're horrible. shooting each other
0: they, yeah. they put up like a border wall and i'm like no like i just walked in this place like I, <laughs> it was like a it was weird to me to have experienced something firsthand and then like watch the news yeah. lie
1: about it like just openly. yeah like right after yeah because yeah. i everyone always talks about oh it's not reliable like nothing's reliable but like i mm-hmm. think to see it how you saw it and literally know that they're telling lies is just a different...
0: Yeah, it's the first time I'd experienced that because you always hear like the news is not telling the truth but it's like how do you know because yeah. you don't have anything to base it
1: off of but yeah. Well back to the original question Um. I follow th- like this sounds dumb but I follow a lot of like conspiracy authors uh-huh. on, on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that mm-hmm. and although some of them are absolutely like crackers and like they're just completely crazy there's they raise some good points and then
0: definitely i hate how people automatically discredit conspiracy theorists because they think conspiracy is like some made-up thing like there are real conspiracies that have happened you know yeah you can't discredit
1: them all yeah and then besides that i just i watch cnn and fox or i whatever is going on i try to see the two sides Mm -hmm. and then just kind of try and draw the middle by myself, but mm-hmm. it's kind of a guessing game because you, you can't really tell at all.
0: Definitely. What do you think about, oh, you know how like it, things seem to get more and more um, climactic all the time, like something's always coming out, you know? Yeah. Uh, What do you think about, I bring this up all the time, or I guess not all the time, I've only done three other podcasts, but I think <laughs> I've brought it up all three times, this idea that we're kind of headed towards like, the apocalypse, but not like the end of the world. Like the end of the world as we know it, and moving into like a new phase of, like a new kind of consciousness revolution.
1: You know. Um, well, I think, I think people are, I think with social media, mm-hmm. a lot of people are starting to become free thinking. Definitely, and it's it's weird how, especially in the past five ten years with all the connectivity and all like the free thinking going on and people starting to like push back against government and like bipartisan politics as we talked about now there's something horrible going on Mm -hmm. that we have to we have to fear because people were just becoming like comfortable with themselves and comfortable with each other you mean like comfortable just with like the
0: status quo just like what they're being told is true and now that people are starting to question or
1: yeah i'm saying people started to question mm-hmm. and then now there's this huge terrible thing that we have to fear again because again fear is the one thing that like the government or whoever is like whoever's richer than you or more powerful you than you was always going to have on you to control you right and then especially now as we said, like people are starting to like wake up, mm-hmm. and then of of course there's something like horrible going on that now we have to focus on that, and there's less time to spend thinking about what actually matters. So you do feel like there is some sort of awakening going on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, one hundred percent. This is kind of unrelated, but if we're th- if we're if we're throwing the ideas out there and we're talking yeah, talk throw about them all that, out. I want to hear them. Well, me and my brother always talk about. Elon Musk says this is kind of an evolutionary thing, because mm-hmm. um, Elon Musk says that like the next step in evolution is gonna be humans combining with robots. Yeah,
0: like symbi- symbiotic,
1: like yeah, like cyborgs. Cyborg. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's interesting to think about, and it usually gets brought around because I always, this also sounds crazy, but I mean this is what the podcast. I love for. crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah. So i always say this and it's kind of a joke but i also kind of believe it mm-hmm. i think that humans ruined evolution for themselves with like how easy life is like how easy it is to survive definitely so like with all the medicine and availability of food and, and travel and things like that yeah like natural selection
0: isn't happening yeah. anymore because like you can be really stupid and survive to yeah. like produce ki- like have kids and yeah. pass on and stupid the bloodline Yeah, on.
1: exactly so, it doesn't matter anymore how big you are, how fast you are, how smart you are, how well you can adapt, how good mm-hmm. your immune system is. Yeah. Because you can go to the grocery store and buy a chicken. You don't have to go hunt for it. You don't have yeah. to grow anything if you don't want to. And if yeah. you have a weak immune system, you go get a flu shot. Yeah, definitely. And it's, and it's over with. So, I think about it often and I'm... I mean, it's been steadily getting easier to survive. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess... For a that, while now. Yeah. For, like, all of history, it's gotten yeah. easier to survive year by year, but I feel like now it's to a point where you literally don't even have to try. Like, at yeah. least in the 1900s and stuff like that, people were still dying because there wasn't yeah like a yeah. lot of vaccines and stuff like that. But
0: yeah, miscellaneous like <sighs> dysentery or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I like that idea. I've heard this one where so it's uh christopher ryan is one of my favorite authors i'm reading his book right now but um he says that you know how, so apparently or not apparently this is just like a fact i didn't know but grasshoppers and locusts are the same thing but you know how grasshoppers are peaceful and locusts yeah. swarm and they like kill everything yeah so apparently when the population of grasshoppers gets dense enough they like mutate and they like grow those big teeth and they wings and then they swarm, you know, and that's how they fly around, eat all the crops everywhere and produce famines and whatnot. And so he's he kind of related that to like civilization. So, like before pre civilization, like when we were just hunter gatherers and whatnot, that's when we were humans. Like, that's like a human in its element, its natural yeah. habitat, what or whatnot. And then once we discovered like agriculture and civilization and we're densely packed, we're not be act behaving like humans anymore we're kind of like a locust you know like we've kind of mutated into this so civilized thing that's not really human it's kind of and it's destructive you know how we're kind of like just destroying everything and being kind of not smart like we're kind of evolved or mutated into this locust
1: yeah into more of like a force of destruction where Mm -hmm. before it was like living off the land and and everything and you're kind of more one with nature and And less destructive. And then, as we were talking before, like, the ease of living destroys, like, not only the nature, but also the interpersonal relationships Mm -hmm. that you would have had. (sighs) I had something. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Because sometimes you have these thoughts where you're, like, those times where you're super, super deep in thought. And do you ever think, like, why why am I even thinking about this? Because, like, sometimes I'm, like, I don't... this is, this is the, what I'm trying to get at. Uh-huh. Sometimes I think that you're not even supposed to be thinking the thoughts that you are, because, like, as we were talking about back then when you we were hunter, hunting and gathering, you mm-hmm. talked about the evolutionary stuff?
0: I think so, yeah. So, for anyone listening, we're just <laughs> restarting it. We got cut off at, like, 15 minutes, so we kind of missed a lot of good stuff, but we'll just start back up. Um... We left off with I think the last thing they heard was talking about how easy it is to live now. I hope the locusts conversation got in there because I I felt really intellectual quoting no, an author. No, I
1: felt I felt good during that part. Too. Yeah,
0: but uh, whatever. I
1: I, I feel like that was uh, why don't we just say it again? And we can cut it out. You can go, go on your tangent. And I'll go on
0: No, I want to get back to where we were. Just you were just talking about ways that you get your mind right. Just oh, dealing okay. with stress and whatnot with the whole recruitment process. Okay, I'll
1: just start. going to get a little bit repetitive for us. But what I was saying is that what relieves my stress is doing something to prepare for the goal. So mm-hmm. working out, doing a recovery, playing another sport, going to football practice is all things that put my mind at ease because I know I'm, I'm doing something right then and there to help me get to where I want to go. Mm-hmm. So and then I'll I'll say again like if you lay in bed all day and you feel you get anxious because you feel like you haven't done anything and not only because like oh what did I do today well, blah blah but you're not working towards what it is you want to do so example of the A plus student you lie in bed all day you didn't study for a test you had the next day and you mm-hmm. get anxious and you're like I could have easily yeah. I could have easily taken a step towards where I wanted to go today but I didn't. Mm-hmm but when you do it when you study two days before and you're ready and you feel like you're gonna kill it and you're you're way more calm walking into the test than if you had if you had to stay up till two o'clock studying and you were freaking yourself out the whole time definitely that makes so much sense to me and also
0: like I feel the same way like when you for you it's football and when you're doing something that betters yourself and puts yourself further down the path that you're trying to go that's what makes you feel good yeah that makes a lot of sense i feel like that's probably the same with everyone yeah yeah and what were you saying you're just saying before we got cut off something about
1: the cryotherapy oh yeah cryotherapy okay so if if you don't know what cryotherapy is it's basically you're you're locked in a small container and it's filled with air that's around negative 120 degrees for around four minutes i think they do it with is it is is it liquid nitrogen? Yeah, yeah that's the cool yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: It's probably probably that they probably diffuse it somehow to make it not so harmful, but um, you're in there with like ear muffs and a mask and shorts and like fuzzy socks on and some crocs mm-hmm. and you're in there for four minutes and people are people get pretty scared of it. I've, I brought some of my buddies there and they're really nervous. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's not as bad as you would think. I mean, sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it's pretty painful, and then other times it, the four minutes pass by and you don't even notice. Yeah. But bringing it back to meditation, after I get out, you get to go in an infrared sauna mm. because Going how back it was up. yeah how it was explained to me with like the um. Uh, contrasting therapy, mm-hmm. it's like like the hot and cold contrast. Yeah. yeah. So basically, you you get in the. In the chamber, you get super cold, and all your blood rushes into your vital organs, protecting your heart, your stomach, liver, stuff like that, because your body's freaking out. Mm -hmm. And so, just like taking ice bath, but it's like taking three at the same time, like
0: that. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And so, you get out of there, and basically, what that does is it runs it all the blood back through your heart and cleans it up,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because your body's in a sort of crisis mode. Yeah. And then once you get in the sauna. The clean blood is able to circulate back through you. Yeah. And so it just helps a lot with circulation. There's a there's a bunch of uh, other benefits for just the infrared sauna by itself, like mm-hmm. good skin health, uh, growth hormone, yeah. for like repairing muscles, things like that. Um, but where the meditation for me comes in is it's a it's a part of my day that I can always count on where I'm not going to be on my phone. Yeah i don't have to talk to anyone mm-hmm. i get to be by myself and it's a cool form of meditation because you you try to get out of your body like you're feeling yeah. the cold no i know exactly
0: what you mean because i got really into uh cold water like i cold showers not well a little bit but so we have a pool and in mm-hmm. the winter we don't heat it so it's really really cold so we got into if you are of wim hof yeah. Yeah, so we got me and my dad got into Wim Hof doing his breathing method and then getting in the cold water and just sort of sitting there and yeah. it's it's kind of like you know how you're saying like how soft we are with how easy it is to live now, you yeah. know? That's like how you can like that cold with the cryotherapy or the cold water, yeah. that's how you can meet like reality on reality's terms because we yeah. don't get that anymore, we don't get that yeah, nature ground
1: yourself yeah, in, like, the, in the mortality and like the struggle, of yeah like
0: your body doesn't have to deal hardships. with that anymore, so yeah. when you do put it in some of that it it brings it kind of into alignment like this is what it's this is what your body's supposed to yeah. be dealing with, probably on a daily basis,
1: yeah, that we don't get anymore just that harsh like really fighting to stay alive, not even like physically but like inside your body, like yeah your blood coursing through you and you're shivering and uh-huh. just trying to get any sort of body heat. But
0: Yeah, and I definitely agree what you're saying about it being sort of a weird form of meditation because you really have to, like, get past your mind to stay in, you know? I'm yeah. sure with cryo it's the same. You kind of get in there and immediately want to get out. Yeah. And you kind of just got to get past that and just yeah. endure.
1: You just have to, you have to, like, completely zone out. And that's the exercise for me is mm-hmm. you're going to feel freezing. Like, you're going to, like everything's gonna suck in. Your calves are gonna get super tight. Your stomach is gonna wanna like, like crawl back up inside you. Yeah, your
0: that. lungs get really small. And- <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. The breathe you have to control your breathing, uh-huh. and that's like, in the midst of all that is where you can find the calm mm-hmm. in your mind. With all that, it's weird how the, how chaotic it is can help you find peace because it's like yeah, because well, you, you have be to there, go to that place. Be, like, you
0: can't, you can't just. Yeah, you can't just focus on the pain. You have to go to a different place yeah. in your mind that is safe, I guess. What, yeah, what I
1: think about is it's just my body. Like, I, it's not that cold. It's just, My body's just cold. Yeah. I'm not cold. Uh-huh. And you, yeah, you can kind of kind of disconnect, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And what I always think about, especially in times like that, or if a workout's super hard, I'm like, I know this much for sure. After this is done, I'm going to get in my car, I'm going to drive home, and I'm going to be able to lay in my bed for two hours, so this can't really be that bad. I know it's not going to kill me. Yeah. I know I'm going to be able to get through it, so if you can kind of have that mindset, it's it makes a lot of things easier to go through.
0: Uh, everything. Definitely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That is super cool. I love that you do the coldness, because I was re- really into that. I mean, we heat the pool now, so it's like, we're not doing it in the <laughs> summer, because the pool's yeah. 80 degrees, but... Definitely excited for that again this winter.
1: Have you ever done cold showers or no? hmm
0: yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know, like, I, if I want to have the pool going, like, I can just jump in there. And it's kind of easier to wrap your head around jumping into a cold pool and then being done. Whether different, it's like, you know, when you wake winter. up and you're just like, yeah, I'm just not trying to get in the cold shower. Yeah, then, exactly.
1: That's the thing. And it's like, it's like the thing about working out. Like, you wake up in the morning, you can choose... Like, you don't want to work out. You don't, mm. like, I don't care if you're a fitness guy or whatever. You wake up at 6 and you have a 7 a.m. workout. You don't want to go do that. I don't care how how jacked you're trying to get or yeah. or how bad you want to play some sport. You don't feel like it. Yeah, I want the to the sip
0: time. your mate and exactly. eat oatmeal.
1: And tell my boys that I love them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing is it's it's kind of the first task of the day that you can conquer mm-hmm. and you can get by. Mm-hmm. And so if you're like, I already took a, a freezing cold shower today, and that's how I woke up. I feel like I could do anything right now. And on top of that, the coldness actually does like wake you up and make you feel good and make you feel powerful. Definitely. Which is something I really got into during quarantine, especially because I was just so bored. I was like, I, need to, <laughs> I was doing whatever I could to better
0: myself. I like. need some sort of adrenaline hit yeah. in the cold water. So you got into cold showers during quarantine? Yeah. That's really cool.
1: I was doing them... Um, like almost every day for a while especially when i was doing pretty early workouts because they would just wake me up like nothing like you could i that'd probably wake me up better than like four cups of coffee
0: yeah definitely kind of just jolts your whole system yeah yeah i know that's definitely the same with getting in the pool and probably the same with cryo kind of that like a electrical kind of when you get in like your nervous system is just kind of like
1: why are you doing this to me get up, get up, get up. And yeah. then that's, again, going back to cry, once you get out and you get into the sauna, that's another good spot for meditation, because it's totally quiet. I'm usually in there alone, sometimes one other person. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there, and you get to feel yourself, like, slowly warm up, and you can yeah. focus on that, and then... The blood go get, back to your hands. Yeah, and you get five to, like, 15 minutes of quiet, mm-hmm. and you can just think, and it's pretty nice.
0: That is very cool. Um... Wow. So, what are your? When are you going to Cal?
1: Like.
0: So I. How does that work?
1: I considered leaving early, mm-hmm. and graduating in January, and I ultimately decided against it. Mm-hmm. When um, because their season was mo- pushed to spring, or they might not have one. So. Right. My thought process was: I don't want to play in spring, and then go right into like the hardest workouts of my life in summer from right. college. Yeah. After being beat up through a season i mean even if you're not injured
0: mm-hmm.
1: after football season you don't want to do anything for two or three weeks yeah definitely like you just want to lay down yeah like you're totally bruised you're just tired and, and mentally too you're you're yeah. tired from i always schedule. get
0: sick after football season it's like your body is grinding that whole season yeah. it's like just gotta go gotta go gotta go, can't stop can't stop exactly. and then it's like it gets the it's get that opportunity to just reset and it's like
1: yeah Cool. That's exactly what me yeah. and my mom always talk about. Everybody uh-huh. always gets, and it tells you a little bit of, of what you're capable of, right? Because totally.
0: That's kind of a mind over matter thing that your yeah. mind can just sort of stave off a flu or a cold or whatever. Because until
1: you it, have in your mind, I can't. Get
0: you can't sick. get sick right now. Yeah, that's really cool to think about. Wow, I like that you brought that up. I hadn't heard that. I hadn't really thought about that before. Yeah, that's really impressive. um that kind of reminds me of, like, Wim Hof breathing. You know how I was saying that? Like, mm-hmm. the breathing method. And also back to the whole how soft we are thing. Um, I heard someone say, like, that, like, biohack that Wim Hof figured out, that breathing to make yourself warm, mm-hmm. there must be, like, a ton of those. Like, for humans to survive, like, in Siberia or wherever yeah. we evolved to, you know, like, cross Beringia and all that.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, there's no way that they just... We're roughing it. We're and roughing it. And we're just
1: that tough, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, those, they definitely, there's, like, gotta be those biohacks that people, like, breathing methods and probably all types of stuff that just kind of hack your system. Because you know, like, like, uh, yogis and monks and stuff, like, they'll do that thing where they, like, meditate till they, like, stop their heart. Like, their heartbeat slows down until it yeah. just doesn't beat, and then they just pop out of it. Like,
1: yeah.
0: there's definitely some... And, yeah with the whole sick thing like there's so much control that we probably have that we're just not aware
1: of when what i was thinking about i just kind of my mind started to wonder and i was just thinking about health benefits in different parts of the world Mm -hmm. and like it's it's weird how your heritage can play into your own health like i was i was reading some health expert or no i was having a conversation with my grandma Mm-hmm. Because she she's always reading on health benefits and things like that. And she was saying, a safe bet if you're having trouble with, like, your immune system or processing a certain food or something is tracing your lineage mm-hmm. and finding what they used to eat. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm Irish, so if I was having trouble and I started eating potatoes, I'd probably feel awesome because yeah. <laughs> everyone in my lineage has been eating it forever. Or, like, if you were Japanese... And you like were eating like raw fish and rice and things like that. I hope that doesn't come off any sort of racism. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. think so. I think You could. Yeah, um, and then again with the with the Japanese and and Chinese, they live so much longer than us. Mm-hmm. And there's something the uh, the most interesting part about Well,
0: it, now. Not so much now that they're like their countries are developed and they're basically like industrial Western countries. Kind yeah. of, they're getting McDonald's and all that kind of stuff yeah. that we've had, but definitely like pre like, I don't know what you'd call it like industrialization or whatever. Yeah. Like, definitely.
1: Well, and the interesting cultural thing for me is almost no other cultures drink ice water ever, really. Yeah, because it's not healthy for you, it's not there's no benefit to drinking ice water besides you feel like it cools you down every single other culture if you walk in so if you walked into let's say din Mm taifung they're gonna bring you an ice water because you're white and you're 17 yeah if a if a 50 year old chinese dude walks in there
0: yeah
1: they're gonna bring a glass of warm water Because they believe, well, it's proven that it helps with circulation. It
0: makes sense. It can help
1: with, like, respiratory things.
0: Yeah, it makes sense
1: that pouring, like, icy
0: water, like, in the same way that when your body kind of contracts when you jump in the pool or the cryo tank, it makes sense that pouring icy water into your, like, throat and stuff would not help it contract. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, all your blood vessels get small when they get cold and constrict and all that. I mean, that, that makes sense.
1: And that's what I learned from my Chinese teacher,
0: who... Your Chinese teacher, like, you take the class? Yeah, like, I ta- I've take.
1: i been taking Chinese for, like, seven years. Really? Yeah. you speak any? I mean, sort of. I would not feel... Come- I've been out of practice for probably six months. Yeah. I mean, I really haven't been doing anything for online class. In there, yeah. So.
0: That's really cool, though. Of all the languages <sighs> to learn, that's probably the... Like, if you... If you just started speaking Chinese, that'd probably be the most impressive thing you could do. I mean... And you do a lot
1: of impressive things. Oh, thank you. So... I appreciate it. Um, where was I? Okay, so that's, she said that if you, yeah, if you walk in, they'll know the difference. Like, they might, they might bring a a younger Asian dude, just like a like, a room temp cup mm-hmm. of water, but the older one, they'll automatically bring warm because they know, like, that they know the culture, mm-hmm. right? And they know that that's what they're expecting from a, from an Asian restaurant is a glass of warm water.
0: Wow. I... Yeah, I was talking about this the other day. Like, Asian people... I... You know when you are walking down the street and you see them walking and they're doing, like, Tai Chi or something with their arms? Yeah. Out, or they'll stand, like, in the cigarette parking lot, there's a guy that does, like, all these sort of, like, movements. You know, kind of like yoga, but it's, like, it's, like Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, that is really cool to me. Mm-hmm. Like, they definitely... Like, I, I don't want to say they know something that we don't. Because, like, Tai Chi is available to all of us, <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, we, anyone could do t- Tai Chi, but they definitely just seem to get that better and especially you know they like you said they live longer than us yeah and it, like it, there's definitely like what is Tai Chi why, does, why is that
1: good for you but it it is you know well and there's interesting just like differences like what I from what I can tell in my neighborhood I have a pretty densely populated um uh a lot of Indian people in my neighborhood mm-hmm. um and what I've noticed is they're not always out. They're not always outside of running mm-hmm. or like in their yard doing push-ups or lifting weights. But every single day, really early in the morning, mm-hmm. no matter how old they are, they're almost all of them are outside walking. Yeah, and they just go and they take walks and they walk usually with their hands behind their back, uh-huh. and you just see them walking and it's like they're not. They seem like they're in really good shape for older people. Uh-huh. They're not putting a lot of stress on their body by lifting heavy weights or anything like that. Yeah. You can just tell that they're eating well mm-hmm. and they're walking and that's all they need to do to kind of upkeep that.
0: Definitely. Yeah, our culture has totally looked past, um, like everyone loves a quick, or not like a quick fix, but like a, a flashy new trend to hop on, you right. know, like um, soul cycle or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, like, you never see like really like, You know how like Asian people stay looking young, young, long like a really long like they just kind of tend to stay looking young. And I don't really you you don't see those old like Asian people doing Soul Cycle. They walk and they do Tai Chi and they do like these traditional things that. And I'm sure they place more value on healthy food and stuff like that.
1: Like I'm gonna piss my pants if you can show me where the bathroom (laughs) is. Right down the hall. (laughs) Yep.
0: This Yerba Mate goes crazy. (sighs) I should just pause the podcast, but I'm scared I'll lose the segment. So I'm going to just sip Yerba Mate into the speaker, if that's all right with you listeners. We'll be back momentarily. anyone's listening to this and they have a suggestion for something i should talk about on the podcast or a guest please text me because it's kind of hard to get guests on especially guests like will will's probably my favorite guest so far so if you know someone like him let me know I'm not sponsored or anything, but if you're interested in Yerba Mate, please check out circleofdrink.com. That's Dave Mate at circleofdrink.com, the best Yerba Mate on the market, easily. Um, So yeah, that's circleofdrink.com. And also watches YouTube videos. They're really entertaining. All right, sounds like Will's coming back. <laughs> I didn't pause it because I figured I'd probably lose the segment like I did last time if yeah. I paused it. So I was just talking to the listeners. Yeah,
1: what were you talking about? Uh,
0: I was just sipping yerba mate really loudly. I yeah. uh, shouted out uh, circledrink.com. Yeah because that's where I get my Mate. Mm-hmm. um, and just kind of yeah. yeah just kind of babbled little
1: so does this have any caffeine in it or anything like that yeah so
0: it's it does have caffeine but it seems like they say it works differently somehow because um, like you can drink it before you go to bed and it won't keep you up yeah um, and it doesn't get you jittery ever like you know coffee you're kind of like
1: yeah
0: <laughs> like it doesn't do that also uh theobromine is in it which is you know it's a, that's in chocolate it's like mm-hmm. what makes you kind of happy you
1: know yeah so yeah on, this stuff's awesome i might get some definitely um so i saw some some coconut oil and other kind of kind of hippie shit in there so do you pride yourself on like pretty (laughs) holistic products i
0: i do so did you see the big brown bar of soap in there it's like a i did not okay it's like a big chunk it's literally like the ingredients are like shea butter ash Mm -hmm. plantain husks like it's basically a ball of dirt yeah that uh, it cleans you i guess and i just definitely i like it a lot yeah i don't know why i just Try to don't trust parabens and phthalates no, and whatnot yeah, so.
1: definitely i haven't i haven't gone that far but i've definitely cleaned up what i use like i'm i'm still like getting something out of a bottle but it's no parabens it's mm-hmm. harm-free no like phthalates or whatever like yeah. all natural ingredients like i can pronounce everything mm-hmm. that's um, awesome yeah it's good and like you feel better like you feel more definitely. normal
0: after like you definitely absorb a lot of stuff through your skin that's yeah. becoming and you know that's crazy to me is you know how in hawaii and stuff they're banning sunscreen because it's killing the coral reefs you know yeah like what is that doing to your skin like you're rubbing that into your skin yeah. and like i'm at, think about how diluted the sunscreen is in the ocean that's yeah. killing the coral reefs like there's probably like like this is one part per million in the whole ocean, and yeah. it's damaging coral reefs. But you're just lathering on it that, on yourself. Um, yeah. Like
1: what? Is... And you don't think about it either because you just oh it'll I won't get sunburned okay yeah you don't think about what else it'll do. And the interesting part too is when you use like a totally synthetic soap or or synthetic body wash like you rub it all over yourself and you get out of the shower and you feel clean but you feel dry Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and you shouldn't feel dried out when you make a switch and go to more natural stuff you come out the shower and you feel like totally moisturized and smooth and normal it's not like you shouldn't be squeaky yeah like that's not normal that's like detergent it's not yeah it's not natural
0: yeah no yeah a lot of the shampoos and stuff feels like it's like Hair, face, body, carpet, car, dishes. Yeah.
1: Like it's like those like those videos of like Coca-Cola could rust off cars. Oh yeah. And things like that.
0: Yeah, like don't drink that. Yeah. <laughs> like it's corroding you. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like you had something else to say about it. What's been on your mind recently? Um. So
0: yesterday, I did this thing called shamanic journeying. <laughs> oh, what is that? It's like so. I've got a neighbor up the street who does like you know singing bowls, like the mm-hmm. the sound bowls, and you kind of yeah. just, She kind of like teaches a lot of meditation. But shamanic journeying is this drum that it's like kind of sort of this rhythmic drumming, and you kind of lay there, and it kind of puts you into like this trance mm-hmm. where you're. Mind is just kind of because anything it's anything that's kind of trance like you know your mind just kind of gets to go off. It's not really hindered by what is going on around you. You know, yeah. It's not really are not really getting input. And it's just that. like
1: free, free. Yes, yeah,
0: so your mind's just free to flow, and you kind of get interesting insights and stuff like that. Um, but anyways, when I when she was done playing the drum, she was completely entranced like the julie who plays the drums and i didn't realize that at first so i came out usually after singing bowls or shamanic journey or something we kind of talk about like what we saw saw, like what kind of insights we got or whatnot and then so i started talking i was like asking her questions like how like do you get any messages or insights or whatnot um and she kind of started talking in like riddles and i was like or not like riddles but talking really like vaguely and like i didn't really understand what was going on and then it kind of became clear, like, she's completely entranced, and what what she's saying is, or, she's not really in her body. She's, like, in some, I don't know what you call it, the astral realm or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure astral people... were lis- projection? Yeah, I'm sure people listening who thought I was a little... Who might have suspected I'm kind of crazy before, I'm totally confirming yeah. that to them You're off the deep end. Yeah, off the deep end, but it's fine. Um so she's not in her body and I figured that out I was like okay that's like really scary or not like scary it's like weird but I kind of would expect that from her because like we do this like these types of things somewhat often mm-hmm. um so then I was started like I was like okay like I get it now I, I don't understand how to work this I'm talking through her back at me so I can ask a question and I'm answering it but she's saying it so it was really trippy because like because you were fully entranced too no I was like partially, but, like, so, here's, let's give an example of what I was thinking. So, like, I would ask something, and I would answer it, but she would say it to me. It was, like, what I already knew, but didn't know I knew. It's like I was, my subconscious mind was being, it was able to speak through her to me. So, it was really, really, really weird, because, like, I I don't, really know, I don't really know how to, like...
1: I feel like it. it's hard to understand. It felt... Yeah,
0: no, it was really hard to understand. Because at one point, like, she... It was definitely, like, not... Like, her voice was different. Her... And was,
1: shit like that never scares you? Oh, my God.
0: No, I literally... I was sitting there at the floor when I realized what was going on. I was... I was completely... I was, like, sitting there. I was like, this is really scary. Because I'm not talking to Julie. I'm talking to this entity that is, like, my consciousness. And... I'm alone. Like, she said that she's, like, I was, like, so, because, like, you get, like, these bodily feelings, you know, so I got, like, this really cold shiver, like, freezing shiver through my whole body. And I was, like, so, but I kind of, like, say that, like, you know, because it's, like, say what you're feeling, because you can, that's Mm -hmm. how you can derive a message from it. So I was, like, so I just got this really cold shiver and this terrified feeling, like, this fight or flight feeling. And she's, like, yeah, or not she, but this entity speaking through her is, like, yeah, because you're all alone. And I was, like, looking at... Dude, I'm getting sure we straight now. Yeah, like, That's... I was looking at Julie's body sitting in the chair. Um, but she's not there at all. It's just this entity. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm alone alone. Like, like I, I'm in, like, this void where it's just me. But then you kind of, she's like, but since it's me talking to me, it's like, uh, you're alone, but who loves you more than you? no, no more. One. so it was really kind of a weird kind of thing to to experience like yeah you're alone but you're also
1: with you you know dude i have a really really weird story to tell okay good which is it's kind of on the same kind of on the same page as yours but not really uh-huh. you'll understand but so do you remember when we had that earthquake a while ago a couple of months ago yeah a couple of nights ago oh a couple of nights ago wait no no I'm saying a couple of months ago oh months ago like six, I, was six it in the middle six. of the night yes yeah it was like at
0: 2am yeah I, w- I didn't like wake up for it but like I heard about it in the morning so
1: yeah dude this is the scariest thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life uh-huh. it, was, it was the freakiest thing ever so it's kind of a form of sleep paralysis hmm so I'm laying in my bed while the earthquake is going on and I'm, I thought I was dreaming, but I think I was awake and I couldn't move. Mm-hmm. My room is pitch black, so I'm I'm laying facing the window away mm-hmm. from the door and I feel like I can't move and it feels like there's someone sneaking up on me <laughs> behind me and I just got like an impending sense of doom, whether yeah. I was going to just like die right there or someone was about to kill me, but I was like, like the most intense fear I've ever felt in my life. Yeah so i start screaming and i'm screaming till my lungs give out but i feel like i'm not making a noise at all and then my sister runs in my room and wakes me up because you were actually screaming well listen to this she comes in and wakes me up and she goes is there something wrong i go i just had the weirdest dream i've ever had how did you know she's like i don't know i just felt like there was something wrong with you my mom, dad, and brother were all awake at the time. Heard nothing from my room. Yeah. I never screamed. I never made a noise. Heard absolutely nothing. My sister just came in to check on me because she got a weird feeling that I wasn't okay in the middle of the night.
0: That is so cool. I love stuff like that.
1: And it gets weirder. Really? dude. So we were all up. I'm talking to my mom and my sister. I'm like, that was so weird. I'm explaining the dream or uh-huh. the Sneak paralysis thing, or whatever yeah. it was. And we were like standing by the window and we see headlights, and we look out our window and there's an un there's a car without a license plate with their headlights shining on our house mm-hmm. and they park their car there and are just like looking at our house like they were scoping it out to rob it or something like yeah. that at three in the morning during the earthquake, and they sit there for probably ten minutes, and so I'm like staring at them. And then I go and I get the uh, our pellet gun because obviously it's it's unlike it's not orange tipped like it looks yeah. like a real gun. Yeah. And we have a big window in one of our staircases where you can completely see out the door. So uh-huh. me and my dad are just standing there holding the pellet gun for a while, hoping they look at us and they're like, "Oh, they're gonna try and shoot us." Obviously, yeah. we don't go outside or anything. Uh-huh. And they drive away, and then like a half hour later, the same car comes back and scopes out our house again, and it's like. There's too many coincidences right there for something, for my body not to, like, be in tune with something. The fact that there was an earthquake, sleep paralysis, and someone trying to do something to my house. And my sister realized I was in turmoil when I didn't make any sort of noise.
0: That is so crazy. I love hearing about that, though, because it's like, we are all connected. Like, without a doubt, it's just, we get, like, we don't really realize that, you know? Like, with duality i guess you know mm-hmm. that's that's really crazy though
1: well and i think she might have said she heard me scream really well everyone else in my house didn't hear me scream wow and i share a wall on either side with my sister my sister is on one side of the wall and my parents are on the other side of the wall mm-hmm. so they both would have had the same ability to hear me
0: yeah
1: and there's two people in my parents room obviously so that's more of a possibility for someone to hear me if i actually yeah. said something but she heard me and no one else did. That is really crazy. Yeah. That was that was weird like coming down from that was freaking weird. Yeah. Have you ever had sleep paralysis or anything like that?
0: I no, I never have. I I tried to lucid dream for a while. Like I kept like a dream journal and I would like write down my dreams every morning so I could like remember like see like a pattern, like see mm-hmm. if that, something reoccurs in a dream. Um so like if I saw it in a dream I could recognize it and you know it's weird mm-hmm. for like a month and a half every single night I had a dream where me and Joe were together mm-hmm. like me and Joe would just be hanging out and yeah. that's how I finally got a lucid dream Is it was me and Joe in the dream or Joe Taylor not my mom mm-hmm. um, riding a snowmobile somewhere on, yeah. Like we're both on the same snowmobile going really fast because you know Joe likes to drive really fast all yeah. the time um, and then we hit, like, a snowbank, and it just, like, launches us into the sky really high, and then as I'm falling, I'm like, wait a minute, I this was just snowmobiling dream. with Joe. This has gotta be a dream. So then yeah. I just, like, stopped falling, and I was like, yes, I did it, I'm lucid dreaming, and then I, like, snapped out of it, because, like, I got too excited, you know?
1: You wanna know, so I've had that, I've had a, I think I've probably had more lucid dreams than most, but my most recent one was kind of freaky, um... So I was, in the dream, I was playing basketball with my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Because we like to shoot hoops all the time, it's fun. Yeah. And something happened and she said something really small and I got really mad at her in the dream. Mm -hmm. And I was like, raising my voice and getting all pissed off. And then I was like, in the dream, I was like, wait, she didn't say anything bad. Why am I getting, this isn't like me, I wouldn't get mad about something like this. Am I dreaming right now? Yeah. So I asked her in the dream, I go, am I i i shouldn't be this mad at you are we in a dream right now and she says yes <laughs> oh, and i well. said i said wow so i'm i'm lucid dreaming right now she's like yeah and i so i go over there and i hug her in the dream and i was like this is awesome should we go like try and explore it and and try and do a bunch of crazy stuff and she's like no that could get that could get weird and, and kind of dangerous i think you should probably just wake up and i woke up oh my god it was crazy that is so crazy Wow, and it's weird because that's probably what she would do in real life because if she, you discovered that you were
0: in some sort of like world where there's no physics and you can do whatever you yeah, want, because you think you, you think if if you if right now gravity like you can just do whatever you want, you're in a dream but it's also real life.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: would think your girlfriend would be like, "Nah, let's just chill." <laughs> Like you don't think she'd be able to like let's yeah let's go like do triple backflips off a skyscraper well,
1: yeah but it's different because i mean that's like if everything was perfect mm-hmm. yeah like if there was no possibility that you're gonna turn a lucid dream into a nightmare and there's gonna be oh, right. like 80 foot tall spiders chasing <laughs> you or some shit like that but, yeah yeah it was just cool it was weird she was like shepherding me through a lucid dream it was odd that is really cool yeah Isn't it
0: weird? So, you know how in a dream, there's, like, distinct... Like, there's people in a dream that are distinctly those people. But it's all inside your head? Yeah. Like, that's kind of... Like, this, right now. Mm -hmm. Our waking state. Nothing is actually... Like, this table, right? It's only here because we can feel... We have the senses to detect it. Like, I can feel it. I could probably smell it if it smelled weird. But if I didn't have those senses you wouldn't know it's there wouldn't know it's there like if I if you didn't have a nose and I farted this yeah. is Joe Rogan's theory
1: yeah
0: like is, does the fart exist like yeah it doesn't matter. not to you like yeah and that's kind of all of reality like if we had more senses we'd detect more parts of reality yeah. so what is this I have no idea where I was going with that it's a, kind of it's an interesting yeah, it's kind of a weird thought what?
1: yeah <sighs> yeah it's like things it's like the whole... Think of a new color. Something like that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like there s- definitely is other color. Like, there would have to be other colors if, if we had other senses, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. <sighs> I'm gonna check how far we've got. All right, so we got... We're at 38 minutes plus the 15 we had before. That's a decent podcast. Do you have anything... Do you have anything else?
1: I don't, I feel like I had something a little bit ago. I don't know, we should I, would I have anything me. good. I'll do one more solid segment.
0: You know what? I th- I feel like we're at a natural stopping point to wrap it up. Yep, yep. But I would love to have you back on anytime because yep, this I'm was great. Very
1: would very gladly be a part of that.
0: Good. And we won't skip the first half of it we'll <laughs> yeah. this time. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye.